Welcome everybody to the Kim Barrett Show. I am your host, Kim Barrett, and on today's episode, we have Mr. Alaric Heck joining us. Now, if you've ever had an ad account shut down, if you've ever had a problem with Mr. Zuckerberg, if you've ever thought, hey, maybe I wanna try and explore different platforms, this is the episode for you to listen to. So Alaric is a gun when it comes to YouTube ads. So I pick his brain on all things YouTube ads, how to make them work, how to make them work uh, successfully, which he does with all his clients around the world. So I highly, highly recommend. If you've ever wanted to find out more about YouTube ads, this is the episode for you to listen to. And of course, if we can ever help you with your ads and marketing, head over to www.marketingmogul.com.au. We're there to help you out. But let's jump into the show. Alaric, thank you so much for making the time to join us today. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. And my pleasure. Now, I always like to start the podcast off with the same question, which is if you and I met, we're out at a party and we're having a chat. And I said to you, Alaric, what is it that you actually do? What's your go-to answer? Yeah. So I, I would say something along the lines of, you know, have you ever seen those, those videos, those ads in front of a YouTube video? <laughs> and 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 they'll say they'll say yeah yeah I've seen I've seen those ads well you can thank me for that and then get a little little chuckle out of that that's what I would say at a, at a party but obviously if I'm talking to other entrepreneurs other business owners you know what I would say would be I, I would first ask if if people have seen kind of the cost of Facebook ads Google pay per click you know going up over time and I'm sure you've seen that as well and it's just getting a lot more competitive. There's this major red ocean right now, you know, on these other platforms, on Facebook ads, everybody and their uncle, you know, is running Facebook ads, right? And, you know, they have a love-hate relationship with the algorithm. Maybe you relate to this, right? Where one day you're flying high, the next day, you know, the algorithm isn't treating you so well. And so what we do is we help business owners leverage YouTube ads. And that's what I'm excited to dive into is we've cracked the, the code and the formula for a high converting YouTube ad. So exactly what you need to do in the ad itself, there's three main components to get an ad to convert. And then also how to target people so you can reach the right person at the right time with the right message in order to get it to convert. I love that. And look, um, we have a Facebook advertising agency. So I know all those pains. I feel all those pains as do our clients. So uh, YouTube is next on our list to eventually be able to roll out for our clients. So I'm very glad that we're having this chat at this time as well for myself, just selfishly and alone for all, for all of the listeners as well. But Alaric, what about for those people where they're like, cool, like I understand YouTube. I understand that the costs are going to be good and they're much better than, than Facebook and things like that. But they're going, look, I, I suck on video. Like I'm not good at video. Like I want to, I want to use YouTube because that's some of the things that I've been hearing when I was speaking to people. And I was like, oh, sometimes like, have you looked at YouTube? And they're like, video. Like at least on on Facebook, I can use a still image, but that video stuff sounds scary. Like, can people that, for lack of better terms, suck on video? Can they actually get good results when it comes to YouTube ads? So, so that's the incredible thing. And the really interesting thing is I've actually found a natural video, right? Somebody being natural, being themselves, that actually converts better. Because think about it. If you're watching all of these different, like people tune out television ads, right? Or the kind of the classic 30 second Geico or Ford ads that appear. People tune that out because it's so overly produced, right? It's obviously, you know, they've, they've got the actors, they've hired a huge studio, you know, they're not really trusting everything that's in it. They've been, you know, accustomed, you know, since they were very young, 
And I'm sure you feel this too, just to tune it out, right? If you're watching TV or watching a sports game or whatever, and a commercial break comes on, then you're going to go grab a snack or you're going to do what you're going to do versus on YouTube. It's a totally different experience where what we want to do is we want to actually feel like native content. So if somebody clicks a, a video on YouTube, for example, for both of us, right, you know, kind of you know, helping people with marketing, they're looking up like, you know, how to get more leads, how to get more sales, how to scale my business. And then we put a video in front of that video talking about our strategies. Mine might be about YouTube ads, yours might be about your, you know, Facebook ads or agency strategies, right? But you reach them when they're actually looking it up. And then you get in front of them as a natural person. Because think about it, this so the YouTube dynamic is somebody sets up a webcam or they set up a you know DSLR camera and they record themselves talking at the camera in a natural format, right? So it's not this huge, you know, Hollywood production, all of this craziness. You can really have that connection one-to-one with somebody. And the fact that you're natural is actually going to resonate with your tribe even more. And that's that's what we found. And then the, the final thing I'll add to that is the way YouTube ads are set up works in your favor because you only pay if somebody watches more than 30 seconds of that ad. So if they skip it between five and 29 seconds, you don't pay for it. You only pay if they watch 30 seconds. So what that means is if you're running your ad in front of somebody and for whatever reason, they're, they're not interested in what you have to say, or they don't like how you're explaining things or, or, or they have other things they want to do. They click skip, but you don't pay for it. So it's kind of creating this, this paradigm where you're only paying for the people that are interested and are actually paying attention. And so that's another thing that really works in your favor, but being natural and also knowing that the YouTube process, the way these ads work, works in your favor for those natural videos. I think that's that's super important. And uh, as you say, and, and that means really then like any business owner, any entrepreneur can do it because it, it, the the natural approach works well. You don't have to be that super scripted, super polished type person, which is um, I think uh, awesome for a lot of people to hear. Now, just on the on the cost structure when it comes to that, because obviously you're not playing, you're not paying for people that don't like it. Like if you were to run a, a similar campaign when you're looking at like Facebook ads, Instagram ads versus YouTube, obviously I understand the creative would probably be different and um, a few different things. But like, what sort of cost differences are you seeing? Because I meant, I, I know when I was, uh, I was reading some info on you leading into this, someone like one of the suggested uh, chat points was like, Facebook ads are dead. They're so like last century, you know, like YouTube ads are the way of the future. What, uh, what are some of the cost differences that you've seen maybe on your own campaigns or client campaigns? Yeah. So we've had literally dozens of clients that have cut their costs in half or more just by going from Facebook ads to YouTube ads. You know, we have, and this is in all kinds of different industries. So we have people that are kind of in more educational kind of course niches, right? That are selling courses on different things. So we've got somebody who, you know, sells a, sells a course, uh, helping artists and artisans like sell their artwork online. You know, we've got people that are selling kind of stock trading, kind of options trading courses. But we also, of course, have people that are getting solar leads and insurance leads. And, you know, across the board, I'm giving all of these as examples. These are all people that were running on Facebook. We're having problems get, you know, scaling up. Sometimes in some cases, you know, we've had, you know, one of our clients, you know, David, he was having problems even breaking even on Facebook before coming to YouTube. And then once he got on YouTube, not only was he able to start scaling, but he was able in a, in just a five month period scale to over a hundred thousand dollars a month from his advertisements. And so we hear this story time and time again, people that are kind of stuck at that, you know, 20, 30, $40,000 mark. Uh, or maybe they're not even there yet and they're just doing like organic and they're kind of in this Facebook grind. Now, 
don't get me wrong. You can absolutely leverage Facebook. And that's why, you know, agencies like yours, right, work so well because people need that, you know, need expertise. But the thing with YouTube is it's a blue ocean, right? So where you absolutely need somebody to go in and be a trained sniper on Facebook, on YouTube, there's a lot more opportunity and there's a lot more scalability as well because there's less people advertising on the platform. And so what we've seen is not only, you know, with some of these different factors, right? With YouTube ads, you only pay if somebody watches, you know, that 30 seconds, right? They don't skip the ad in that period of time. And then on YouTube, you can also target people, not just based on what they're watching, but also who they are. And you layer that together. So you have interest-based targeting. Some people don't know this on YouTube. Um, you basically, it's called custom affinity audiences, in-market audiences, Google owns YouTube. So they have all of this information about somebody you can combine that with what they're watching right now. And also on YouTube, because it's, it, it's by Google in different areas. And yes, this will be the case in, in the United States, also in Australia as well. There's some issues in, in European countries for the privacy laws, but you can in the US and in Australia target people based on household income as well. And so you could basically target people based on you know, their income bracket, layered with the video they're watching right now, layered with who they are, an in-market audience, somebody who's looked something up recently on Google. You know, Google creates this profile like Facebook does about this person. But the thing that Facebook is missing is intent. What are they doing right now? On Facebook, people are scrolling by. You have to interrupt them, right? And if you get an ad that really interrupts people, you can do well. But on YouTube, think about it. People are actually searching for what they want to find. And so if you get in front of them when they're in that learner's mindset, as I call it, that's the sweet spot. Mm. And so what sort of offers would people be running? Obviously on Facebook, a lot of people are running their, you know, their lead magazine, their free downloads. Maybe there's webinars being run. Is there anything in particular that you see that works either really well or you actually go, look, this sort of thing works terribly just you know, create something different rather than this before you go and waste waste your money on on something. Yeah. So I so the biggest the, the biggest type of funnel that we've seen convert the best. Uh, really, there's three. There's a webinar funnel, VSL or video sales letter, and uh, a kind of a, a training funnel, right? So you get people into like a kind of trainings. And so the reason for that is it's video content. YouTube's a video platform, and then where are they going to go next? If they're already watching videos on YouTube, then they're much more likely to actually watch a video, a video sales letter or watch a webinar. And so what we've seen is absolutely incredible show up rates and stick rates on webinars. Now, I actually recommend starting if people have a webinar. Now, obviously, sometimes webinars take more time to create. So, you know, we start with like a VSL. But if you can build up to a webinar running that, because I've talked with a lot of different Facebook marketers, and I'm curious your, your stance on this. And a lot of people are saying, hey, pendulum shifted over to VSL. You know, people aren't really watching webinars as much anymore. You got to run like this 10, 15 minute video. People's attention spans are shorter. But I think that that's actually more about the platform than it is actually about attention spans. Because... If you're actually being honest, if you can get somebody to watch a 10 or 15 minute video or an hour long webinar, which would you rather have? You'd rather have the webinar because the more attention somebody spends, the more likely they are to be indoctrinated, be, you know, convert, actually remember, you know, who you are, what you're about, you know, book a call, you know, buy a course, whatever it is, you know, take action. And so what we have found is running YouTube ads to a webinar. Uh, we, we, we basically uh, compiled some of the results here between us and our clients. The average watch rate on an every hour on the hour ever webinar is 50 to 60 percent. 
of people that sign up actually show up to the webinar, which is, which, yeah, crazy, right? Mm. Yeah, so you and, know, there's a lot of people who want those numbers. Exactly. And then get this. So this is, so this next part is specifically for myself. So that's kind of the average between us and our clients with webinars. But for, for myself, we have an hour and eight minute long webinar and our average watch time is 53 minutes where we actually have the offer to book a call at 45 minutes. So as the first time it comes up. And so it's one of those things where it's just, we have long average watch times. You have people showing up more consistently and the reason for it is, is a couple, right? One is obviously, you know, if you get the right video from the right person, the right time, the targeting, we'll talk about that in a second. When all that lines up, you're reaching the right person. But you're also, the, the big thing is you're reaching them at the right time. Because you can definitely reach the right person with the right message on Facebook, some of these other platforms, but the right time, that's what's more subjective. So in Facebook, you're putting that all in the algorithm's hands. On YouTube, you're actually saying, hey, I want to reach somebody who's actually looking how to grow my business right now. Or let's say you sell something that has to do with, you know, you, you sell like a fitness product or a personal training or, you know, a fitness course, reaching somebody who's looking at, you know, how to lose weight, how to get fit, things like that. And you run your ad in front of that video. They're already watching video content. They're actually showing interest. They're in the learner's mindset. That's when you got them. Hmm. I love that. I think that's so important, as you say, because, you know, what is the likelihood when someone's on Facebook, you know, they could be sitting on the bus, they could be sitting on the on the toilet scrolling through and they're not necessarily going to jump on and watch a, uh, a webinar straight off. And if you're on YouTube, it's like you're in the consuming mode, you're like searching one information and you're probably, you know, uh, happy to spend that, you know, that hour and six minutes or whatever it might be to, to go through and do that. And now um, you mentioned the, the targeting aspect because I think a, a lot of people that probably listen and, and watch this show um, they've probably heard me harp on and, and many of our guests harp on about Facebook ads and like the different ways in which you can approach targeting and things there. What's the what's the big difference between obviously, you know, you've got experience on both platforms. What's the big difference on YouTube? And if you go in there, what's a couple of maybe a little a few quick wins you could share with people and go, hey, like approach like this, think about it like this. So that if they do dive, um, choose to dive in and have a little bit of a look, you know, maybe they've got a few little shortcuts there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the biggest differences is, and, and I, this is what I call it specifically, we have YouTube, 3D YouTube ads targeting, right? Three-dimensional targeting. And so I talk about other platforms on Facebook. One of the problems is you're only really targeting in two dimensions. You're targeting demographics. So that's kind of where somebody's located. That's their age. That's like details about them. Unfortunately, it doesn't even have regular household income targeting anymore, at least in the United States. I believe that's also the case in Australia because they changed it to only the zip code income targeting on Facebook. And, but you have the demographics, right? So roughly where somebody falls, right? In the demographic spectrum. But then you layer that with interests, what they like, pages they like, lookalike audiences, right? So they're similar to people that have already converted. Now, again, don't get me wrong, you can do that a lot of different ways. You can get things to work and convert, especially if you're working with somebody who knows what they're doing. But the problem is there's no third dimension. The third dimension is when you're reaching somebody. What are they doing right now? And so Facebook has to figure that out and they have to use the algorithm to try and guess. So sometimes the algorithm gets it right, but other times the algorithm could serve your ad up at a random time. Somebody's just quickly checking their phone and they're going to get in a car and they're not going to do anything else for the next hour. And so in this case, on YouTube, what you can do is you can target people based on their demographics, right? So also including household income, right? So that's kind of the, the classic, right? You know, where they're located, their age, you know, details about them, and also household income. So you could do top 
you know, let's say 30%. So we have people who are, you know, coaches, consultants, course creators, they're always going to want to top, uh, target, you know, probably that top 30%. Sometimes some they go a little bit higher. Sometimes they do top 50 if it's like, you know, a course or something like that, but targeting that higher income bracket that can actually afford to invest in themselves, or maybe they're trying to reach a business owner, they might do top 10% in that case, right? But you have that bracket and then you're layering it with video. So what somebody is watching. So you could target videos specifically, but the problem there is if you, if you try and just pick all of these videos, then you're going to run into scalability problems, right? So that's the, so, you know, one big problem people make on YouTube is they treat it as a two-dimensional platform. They just do demographics and then they'll do videos and they'll get one of these pieces of software that lets them, you know, choose all the placements. And again, those softwares work for what they're intended to do, but it's just scratching the surface of what you can do on YouTube. And so oftentimes people get really good results because they can really specifically target videos in their market. But then they're like, why can't I scale this? Because they're, they've only picked a handful of videos, or even if they pick a few hundred videos, the problem is that's still only a small fraction and you have to constantly update them, right? Because only so many people are watching older videos. And so what we've found is, you know, you want to target more so based on keywords. That's kind of the average uh, topics is almost, that's also uh, when it's layered effectively, that's going to work too. Topics are kind of broad. So that could be, you know, marketing and advertising, that could be health and fitness, et cetera. Keywords, that's, that's a really, really good way to do it, where you can basically have people who are looking up how to get more leads, how to get sales, how to lose weight, how to sell my artwork online, that type of thing. Right? You have all of these keywords. But the problem is if you just target that, again, you're only doing two dimensions. So you could get things to, to, to work quite well, but the problem is, you know, it's going to be really scalable, but does it actually convert as well as it could? Here's where the secret lies. You can add a third dimension to YouTube, which is the same type of targeting that you have over on Facebook, where it's interest, who they are as a person, what they like. You can create these audiences. So now you're targeting somebody and the way you create these audiences too, there's in-market audiences. So there's in the market for marketing and advertising. That's one that I use. That's one that you, know, you would use, for instance. But there's also in the market for real estate moving soon, right? Realtors will do that. There's real, there's, there's real estate investing. You can create your own custom affinity audiences. You can basically build audiences based on websites people have visited before. So you can literally put in clickfunnels.com, right? And it's not just going to get all the people that have gone to that site specifically, it's that site and similar sites, but it's almost like installing a pixel and then creating a lookalike of sites you don't even own, which is crazy. And so you take these audiences of people and then you layer it with what they're watching right now and the fact that they can actually afford your services or their decision maker because they're in the top 30, 20 or 10% of income earners. And right there in the center, you have the perfect person. I'll give an example for you know both of our businesses, right? For instance, let's say you wanted to target top 30% of household income earners so that they can afford to invest. Or if we want to reach business owners, we might do top 10 or 20%, right? And then you're layering that with people looking up how to, how to get leads, right? How to grow my business, how to scale marketing, whatever they happen to be watch, uh, looking up to get some keywords there. And then we can layer it with people who have been on ClickFunnels or similar sites, right? We can layer it with people that have searched things uh, in the past. Uh, we can layer it with the fact that they're a business owner or they're in the market for marketing and advertising. And right there in the center, right, is that person, that ideal person that you're looking for. That's our 3D YouTube ads targeting strategy that works so well. And you can do the same thing. You know, that was just one example, but you can do the same thing regardless of what your niche or industry is. And when you target in three dimensions, that's when you can pinpoint exactly where that person is. So you reach the right person, the right time, the right message.
love that. I think there's a, that's a, a ton of uh, tangible takeaways for people. And I know uh, tomorrow I'm going to be looking at my YouTube ads and uh, checking out those, uh, those layerings for sure. Now, um, a, a question I have for you is, and some people hearing that they're like, cool, it's set. Like I can go through, I can do all that. And maybe I've got my good video and, and it's up and running. When you look at things like Facebook, sometimes you get, you know, at what they call ad fatigue and you get things where it's like, oh, my ad starts dying and it's run for two weeks and it got me some leads and then it starts getting pricey and then it drops off and then you've got to go and recreate it. What's the sort of, if you will, almost like lifespan when it comes to video ads, just so people can have some uh, some understanding there of, of the difference between the two? So the, the incredible thing about uh, about video ads is they have a much longer lifespan because they're not interruption-based, right? So the problem with Facebook is because it's interruption-based, there's only so many times somebody's going to stop their scroll and pay attention. Versus on YouTube, the way that it works is you only, want, you, you only pay if somebody watches more than 30 seconds. Now, you know, there's actually a really good example on this. And it, it, again, love them or hate them, right? Like everybody remembers Ty Lopez when he just like had one ad that everybody saw. And how can you do that without ad fatigue? Well, the way that you can do that is because you're only paying if somebody watches more than 30 seconds. So all those people that were annoyed at the ad, they were skipping it. He wasn't even shelling out a single penny for that. It's crazy. And so obviously that's an extreme example, but it's the same type of thing. So typically what I've found, we're typically running our creatives for six months to a year, which is obviously, I mean, that's massive. That's like huge, huge amount of time in, in Facebook in Facebook timeframe where you're, you're updating things seemingly every month or, you know, even, even sooner than that or every couple months or whatever. But usually what we found is there's a slight diminishing effect if you really, really tap in, but then you can obviously hit other veins with market, markets as well. But because of that 30 seconds, that's kind of your stopgap, right? Because somebody's already seen it, they're not interested, they just click skip, they're not even realizing it, but you're not paying for that. You do get a little bit of diminishing if you run it too, too much, if you're really, really scaling, but nothing like Facebook. Because Facebook, you're paying for every scroll. And so when you're doing that, you know, people after they've already read the post once, they're gonna keep just scrolling, but you're gonna keep paying. Versus on YouTube, if they've already seen the ad, they're not interested, you're gonna skip. And that's the major, major benefit right there. I have one pro tip for everybody listening right now, though. You want to create multiple videos at once. There's a way to record five different videos that you can test, and it only feels like you're filming one and a half. And so the secret there is we found that there's you know three main components of a YouTube ad. The hook, right? So you capture the right people, you bring them in, then educate. And this is where you actually provide value. And this is this is really huge. This is where people leave out. It's too many people, they have a hook. So they're like, do you want to get more leads? Okay, sign up for my webinar. So it's a hook called action. But the problem with that is there's no substance. So they'll go there, they might bounce, you know, who knows what they're going to do. They're not necessarily going to show up as much. So this is the other secret that gets people to actually show up to webinars or show up to VSLs or actually purchase products, right? Because you can do the same thing with products and more of a demo is basically having at least a minute, but usually two to three minutes of education, right? So you're actually providing values. So you're giving, here are the key bullet points that we want to help you with. Here are the aha moments, golden nuggets. Uh, if obviously you're selling a product or something like that, then what you might be doing is you might be showcasing or demoing that product and all of the, the the great features that it has. But obviously, if you're in more of the expert space, it's perfect. You can teach because that's what that's what you, you, as an expert, right? That's what you're trying to do is you're trying to give value. You're trying to show yourself as an expert. So if you can do that and then get people to take action, you have a call to action. So it's a hook, educate, call to action. But because of the way YouTube ads work, we only pay if somebody watches 30 seconds. Well, we usually recommend a hook is, you know, anywhere from 15 to 30 seconds. So what if you just record five different hooks? So you go hook one, hook two, hook three, hook four, hook five, 
And then you just film the educate section. And usually what we do recommend is filming like two versions of this. You only really have to use one, but just so you have like a better version, you kind of look at them, right? So, and then have a call to action, same thing, right? You, you only need to pick one educate, one call to action, but I usually recommend doing a couple of takes so you can see you know, what works best. And then you just take hook one, educate call to action, hook two, educate call to action. And you just have yourself and, or an editor go through and it feels like you filmed one and a half videos, but you end up with five different videos. And because the first 30 seconds is what you is what you pay for, most most people that aren't interested are going to skip. And so it's like you have five totally different videos, even if the majority of it, like 90% of it's the same, that 10 or 20% of the beginning, that's what's actually going to make it feel like a different app. Mm, I love that. That's a great pro tip there. And uh, as you say, yeah, if they, if they skip past it, they're never going to know that the middle is the same and the call to action is the same. Um, mm-hmm. And if they watch all, all five of them, then, hey, they probably love you because they're listening to that, uh, <laughs> that, that much of your video anyway. And, exactly. and so is there anything that you've seen when people go to start YouTube ads where you go, mm, look, there's, there's, a comp- there's a lot of common mistakes that people make. Is there anything that you go is like, is a big one for yourself? And you go, I see this all the time. Don't, just don't do this, guys. Yeah. So the first one that, that I kind of said there and alluded to is people making short videos. So 30 seconds, 60 seconds. A lot of people see these major commercials on YouTube or usually those, honestly, those aren't really made for YouTube. That's the problem. They're made for TV. And then they have the huge major ad agency, not people like us, right? Like a major agency will come in and they'll just be like, oh, we'll just throw this up on YouTube. It's kind of funny, but like, that's literally what they do is they take the same TV ad and, and you probably, we've all seen it, right? And they just run it on YouTube as a 30 second ad. Um, sometimes they don't even let you skip, not realizing that's one of the best features for an advertiser. You know, you only pay if they're actually interested, but that's what they'll do is they'll just grab all of these. That's not good. You want to do, I found the sweet spot is anywhere from two to six minutes long. Three to four is a sweet spot, but two to six minutes is what we recommend. So at least having a minute of education. So 30 seconds hook, 30 second call to action, and then anywhere from a minute to even up to five minutes if you're really providing value and, and educating people on the ad. Uh, of education and of value. Again, same thing. If it's a product, then demoing the product, showcasing it, that type of thing. And so that's one big, uh, big mistake. And then the other mistake is oftentimes people will do one of two things. They're either going to create, this is on the targeting side. We alluded to this earlier, but either what they're going to do is they are going to be super, super narrow and they're just going to do placement ads, right? And then they get good conversions. And this is a trap because people are like, oh, it's converting well. But we can't scale it because it's literally you're, you're individually picking videos. That's not a viable long-term scalable strategy, right? Even using a piece of software. And so that's the problem is they're, they're like, they can't really scale it. But then on the opposite side, then they say, oh, well, I'm just going to target a, a topic, an entire topic like marketing and advertising, and there's no layering or even a keyword, right? So, you, you know, how to get more leads. That's going to attract a ton of different people. What if you you want to work specifically with, with entrepreneurs that are coaches, consultants, course creators, or whatever, and they're not like real estate, for instance, right? Well, you're going to get all of those people looking up how to get leads. But what you could do is layer it with those audiences, that third dimension of targeting the audiences and affinities. And with that, what you can do is you can target people that have been on clickfunnels.com before people who are in the market for marketing and advertising. You target people who have done recent Google searches, or you can flip that. If you want to reach real estate people that are interested in getting leads, then you just put in real estate interests, real estate investing, or you could create a custom affinity and look up real estate agent, you know, listings, et cetera, and layer that. And so that allows you to target the right person, the right time, the right message, and, and get them to convert. 
I love that. And I think uh, you and I could probably talk for several hours about this and I could, we, I could just keep firing questions at you and it would be great. But uh, I want to make sure we, we I try and keep us on time here. So as we get towards the end of our time here together, I always like to ask one question, which is what's the question that I didn't ask you that I should have? Yeah, yeah. So I think I think that's a that's a great question. One thing that I always like to to dive into, it's not just about, you know, the video and it's not just about the targeting. It's really important that the entire funnel lines up with what you're doing in the video. And so this is one of the biggest things that people get wrong. And I've seen it with every and you've probably seen it with Facebook ads too, with all kinds of different platforms is they will have some type of advertisement and then they're going to go to a page that's just completely different. And it's funny because you, you don't really realize like, why, why should I have to, you know, why do I have to say this? But, but one thing is you want to prime people from the beginning. And so when we get into the educate section, you know, what we like to do is like on the webinar, you're going to learn more about this. You're already seeding. Okay. What's that next step Or in your free download? You're going to, you know, we're on the training you're going to learn more about this. And then when you get to the call to action, and this is another pro tip right here is I love to literally take a screen grab right after the call to action. So, you know, it might be me talking and saying, click the link, you're going to get to a page that looks like this. And then I would put the screen grab over it and you're going to be able to register and sign up for the free webinar and show you exactly how you can use YouTube ads, get more leads and sales, go inside the account. We'll talk about the scripting strategies, targeting strategies through the YouTube ads, et cetera, et cetera. Click the link right now. And then right there, what I like to do is I like to literally just then put back right after I stop talking, put back on the screen a huge picture of that next landing page they're going to get to on the funnel and then just have a flashing red arrow, you know, pointing to the, the button that they can click or the, the link that they can click to go to that page, but it's priming them. So I pop it up on screen a couple of times. I show it at the end because, you know, if people click the link and then they get to a page that's like totally unexpected, even if they were really like paying attention during your, your ad, uh, it's not going to make sense. And so if you're, if you're making it really simple, this is the next step this is what you're going to do. It's going to massively boost your conversions. And also in the case of a webinar or even a training for that matter, show up rate, stick rate. That type of thing. I love that. I think that's a great tip. And yeah, that congruency, as you say, is like, I think you have to have that everywhere. And there's so many cases where you see people that don't. And yeah, I can only imagine how, <laughs> how badly that affects their conversion rate. So it's a great insights there. And now if, if people have been listening and maybe they want to find out more about YouTube ads and they go, cool, this other guy, like I, I love what he's talking about. Where's the best place for people to connect with you and find out more about what you're up to? Absolutely. So I actually put together a few gifts just for, you know, listening to, to the podcast here. I love hopping on. And so if you go to ad outreach, A-D-O-U-T-R-E-A-C-H, adoutreach.com slash gift, then you're going to get to our gift page. We actually have a variety of them. So we have our webinar on YouTube ads specifically, kind of that's more of a primer dives in, talks about some of the stuff we were talking about today. That's, you know, overall, depend, you know, regardless of your business, it, it dives into YouTube ads. And we also have some other uh, webinars specifically on coaches, consultants, course creators. We have a Facebook group. You can join our, our mailing list. And if it is a good fit, if you guys are interested, you can, of course, book a call with our team to learn how YouTube ads can, can work for you as well. Absolutely amazing. So guys, wherever you're listening to this or watching this, check the show notes and we'll have a link there so you can go there and easily check it out. And if you know anyone that you think, if you've heard what we've been talking about today, you go, hmm, maybe I've got a friend who's been really stuck with their Facebook ads, or maybe I've got someone who, you know, has a webinar that's doing well and they can't scale it. 
please share this episode with them so they can hear more from Alaric about you know, some of the ideas and just get their brain ticking over about what's possible for them so that uh, hopefully you can help them grow their business as well. So make sure you share this episode as well. And Alaric, once again, thank you so much for joining me. Good sir, really appreciate you making the time. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. This is great. Thank you.